0: Welcome to the Improv Teachers Director's Edition. I am your host, Lauren Morris. In this version of Improv Teachers, we take a look at the artistic direction of improv. It's a side project since I love teaching improv, but I also happen to be an artistic director. And I think that it is helpful for us to dive into what the world of artistic directors are looking for. So every week or every couple of weeks, I will take a look at our shows and lineup at AdLib Theater and give you what uh, I think worked, what didn't work, what our formats were, and hopefully some tools to help you become a better improviser, director, producer, or just general human. Thank you for listening. And here we go. This is Improv Teachers, Director's Edition. Hey, it's me, Lauren, and I'm here to talk about um, Director's Edition, right? And talk about what works for uh, the stage versus what's working in the classroom. So um, it's been a few weeks and we've been having some great shows. There's definitely some things that we can take away and learn from it. So I figured I should share it with you guys. Uh, so maybe we can all take away something to learn and just get better at improv. We have on Saturday nights uh, our Resco team, Meet Me Halfway. They're so much fun. They're a slacker team. They've been performing. And, of course, our house team uh, performs mostly the Herald. So things that have been working for our slacker team are their hyper-acceptance, using their wear and activities, filling out those sort of blanks, if you will, to make the scenes really come into a more interactive 3d experience. The other thing that really works for them is when they're very clear about who they are to each other and their strong character attributes. Um, and uh, a couple of weeks ago, they had a good show and not a great show. And so one of the things that we did is we took uh, we take video every week of the show so that they, all of our performers have an opportunity to watch yourself on video and and see where your habits are and see what's going on and where perhaps you could be getting better and what are your strengths and weaknesses. But what we did is we took the video and we all watched it together during one of the rehearsals and we would pause and talk about like, why did this work? Why did this work? And then what wasn't working and what we were finding was there's hesitations or pauses or just not clear on um what we refer to as game meaning the attribute meaning the character drive because we do character game um versus what other people might call game which could be a premise and it was something that was just super helpful and the other thing they did is like although I was in there giving direct notes right away as you would uh as a coach or director they were also taking their own notes and then afterwards brought some things up about what they saw and it's a great idea because it gives a a a look into the window of how each player thinks and how each player performs and this only helps to strengthen group mind group mind is super important sometimes i feel like people think it's some sort of magical thing that happens when the truth is It's not magical. It's a function of working with the same people over and over, having a common language, having a common goal, having a vision and reevaluating whether or not that's not working from week to week, month to month and all. And then over time you get this group mind and this is one of uh, just another way you can get group mind. And I just thought it was a wonderful experience for them and I figured I'd share it with you guys and uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun all right cool now i'm gonna talk about uh randy's jugband jamboree which like i said mostly does harold it's where i play and so sometimes um i can be in a set and i can see things but i try to take that hat off and just play with my friends and then afterwards again we watch videos also and talk about um what it is we can be working on, what's working, what's not. The Because of the function of our herald, we're not trying to do a training wheels herald. We're doing sort of these next level. Um, for us, our aesthetic is moving forward quickly, raising stakes, expanding first beat. Before we, before we even get anywhere, we want to start expanding first beat, um, even though we're also establishing at the same time and uh, having a lot of fun and going for, and for us, uh, you know, a time limit is for us, we're trying to, we're, we're working on 30 minute sets. So what we've noticed is that coming off of our opening, um, scene, uh, beat one scene A really, really lays a groundwork for, um, for what we're doing. And so we've been working on making sure that that is, real strong coming out of the gate uh everyone's you know like we're doing a good job but there's definitely been some slips over the last couple of weeks and there's a you know there's reasons for it um it's it's but it's about refocusing recommitting and rededicating ourselves to just getting better every time for example we have a player who loves a loves characters, and that's great, and we love that that person loves characters, and we want that person to do it, but the characters lately have been the same character coming out of the gate over and over, so we're watching for that. Uh, we noticed watching our videos that we had gotten into a habit of asking so many questions, and geez, that will that will mess up your improv. There's, you know, I'm not a fan of telling people what not to do, and instead of telling them what to do, And the whole concept of like don't ask questions to me is also just not realistic in a long form set because people in every day will ask a question. It's the reason why we talk about not asking questions in scenes, though, especially at the top of the scene, is that it puts the burden on your scene partner and it makes the scenes passive versus active. So we're asking a question of like, hey, should we go out to the patio? That's not what we should be doing. It's like, hey, we're already on the patio. Let's already be in the middle of action. Let's get this going. It slows things down. So watching ourselves on camera and realizing how many questions we were asking, especially at the top of our scenes and especially in first beat a couple weeks ago. Wow. That was a huge eye opener for us. And we're like, we are not doing ourselves any good by performing like this. So we've been very cognizant, especially in rehearsal where you can get real heady about things about calling each other out and being like, that was a question. That was a question. That was a question. Um, and, And I'm glad that we caught it and I'm glad that we're working on it. And I'm glad in rehearsal we're a little heady about it because that's what needs to happen. Going back to characters, some characters just keep coming up way too much. So we are calling each other out on that as well and saying, hey, you know what? Put that character away for a bit. Let's find something new. And then we talk about how we need to find something new. There's a variety of exercises and drills we can do in rehearsal that um, that push us to find something new. What's happening is we're just getting very comfortable or hitting plateaus, and you just find that you're just doing the same thing over and over, and you have to be cognizant of constantly learning, constantly adapting, and constantly trying to work on getting better. And anytime you sort of take the reins off of that or, or just relax a little bit, bad habits start to show up. So it's just a matter of reminding ourselves to be vigilant. Um, the other thing that, uh, was coming up that we are a pretty physical team or fast moving. And I personally don't mind, um, raunchy and dirty and whatnot. If it's coming up, because it's coming up, not because somebody's nervous and they don't know what else to do. So they're like, hey, look, dick joke. Or because they want to be shocking for shocking f- sake. That kind of stuff um, at this level is, is unacceptable and would definitely be corrected and given notes. Uh, but there are lines and this is an improv show. Uh, And sure, the topic of sex is going to come up. But one thing we don't need is like simulating sex on stage. And we came very close to that line and crossed it just a bit. So I had to come down on the team. And I thought that was something interesting to share, not because I want to shame people into doing it. Um, It's a it's a very simple note of like, hey, here's my director's hat for a second. Don't do that. Um, You know, don't there's no need to apologize. There's no need for explanation. Just don't do it it's something that I don't think is necessary. I think uh, we can play in a way that alludes to things, but we don't have to be go full on and, and every theater is going to have their own take and every team is going to have their own take, but it's something that I just, um, that's how we, we operate. And I think it's um, helpful to hear like how you give notes on that, how you make that clear and how you make that clear is Every time a new team is developed, uh, you talk about expectations, you talk about boundaries, and you talk about what won't be tolerated on stage. You also do it in the classroom, if your training classroom, if your training program feeds into your performance. If it doesn't, that's a, that's a, that's a completely different conversation. Um, and of course, you talk about it as a team. And when the line is crossed, you have to just say bluntly, like, hey, guys, uh, remember, we had this agreement, this line was crossed, don't do it again. And if it's something that keeps coming up, then the conversation as the director is, hey, I've you know, told you a few times, and this won't be a conversation that's emotionally charged because you've had this conversation already about the expectations. So it's like, hey, remember those expectations that we all agreed to? Uh, you keep crossing them. What can we do to make sure you don't cross them? Then if you have that conversation and it's crossed again, then you can start talking about, okay, I think you need to take a break. Or, hey, I think that um, we're going to pull you from this team, et cetera, et cetera. But you can't jump to there until you have a conversation. So if something's going on in your own team um, and you're like, God, I'm just not comfortable with that stuff. I wish it would stop. You're going to have to talk about it out loud and come from a place of compassion and love. And I always um, – start my conversations of like, Hey, I know how great you guys can be. And I, this is why it's hindering you. And this is why I'm going to come down on you because I care. And I give a shit. If you're coming from that place, people are definitely open to that conversation. So it's one of those things I wanted to bring up and talk about, um, in this episode. So what's next is that we're actually getting ready for the Central Florida Improv Festival. Really excited. Both our Resco team and our house team will be performing. And I think it's important if you're coaching or directing a team that's about to head out to a festival, if they have not had if they have not been to a festival as a team yet, there are some things you guys should discuss as a team. Things like, hey, do we know what the stage is like versus the stage we perform on regularly? Th- while that might seem like, oh, we'll just figure out when we get there, people respond to stimuli differently, people respond to nerves differently. Um, so, talking about the stage and talking about some of the things that you may want to do. For example, for us, the theater we're going to be having the festival at is a much bigger stage than what we have at home so we're going to talk about how to really utilize our tag outs um, especially in slacker since it's all tag outs how to use how we're going to create like the sidelines and uh, talking about stage pictures so that way we have some sort of game plan that's obviously flexible and going to change under the conditions because that's improv but this way there's some sort of idea going in there so that you feel comfortable going in. And I think that's uh, important for all teams to talk about when they're going to hit the road or they're going to hit a different stage is to talk about the physical space and if there's any changes that need to be made as a team. So that's something that, uh, again, um, we do all the time, but I was thinking like, you know what, maybe that's something that uh, people, that could really help people. Um, Same thing goes with the house team. Also our house team, it's a smaller time slot. I mean, it's a shorter time slot. So we will discuss what that means for us as a team, what we'd like to do, how we're going to present. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I think that's a bit about all for this week. And I'll see you guys out there on the podcast, YouTubes, all that good stuff and keep having fun with improv. (laughs)